Thank you for welcoming me onto your screens or onto your headphones, depending on how you're watching this. I'm Mehdi, and this is The Rollback. Folks, today I'll be talking about The Matrix Resurrections. They did a fourth one, but I don't think it was bad. So, real quick, the synopsis. To find out if his reality is physical or mental construction, Mr. Anderson, a.k.a. Neo, uh, will have to choose between following the White Rabbit once more or staying in ignorant bliss, which... As we all know, ignorance is bliss, but that's besides the point. Um, in the Matrix, uh, Neo already knows what he has to do, though. He has to go. He has to lead into the future. The Matrix is stronger and more secure than before and far more cunning. But nonetheless, can he eke a victory in this? God, that's a terrible synopsis. Look, overall, uh, you know how we always wonder what happens to the story after it's over? This one took us down the damn rabbit hole. You see what I did there? It wasn't that clever. Okay. So, The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, Neo, it's, it takes place in the future. Neo's in The Matrix. He's not sure if he is or not. It, it's crazy. He supposedly died in the last one, but they resurrected him. They, they used nanotechnology to actually bring him back to life. Uh, it looked like it hurt like a motherfucker, but they brought him back to life. Him and Trinity, essentially. Um, <clears throat> so, this plot's a little complicated. Um... It takes place in the future. Neo and Trinity are being kept separate, but just close enough because apparently those two produce so much fucking energy for the Matrix that they have to keep them alive, but they can't get near each other because when they do get near each other, shit goes awry. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a complicated story from there. Uh, we have like a reskinned version of of, um, uh, of Agent Smith and of a weird mix between Agent Smith and Morpheus that Neo subconsciously made to try and help get him get his ass out of there. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a complicated story because, again, they're keeping Neo alive. Also, we jump into the future, like, I think, what, 60 or 70 years? Neo looks pretty damn young, so does Trinity. Morpheus is gone. Uh, the only uh, person left is uh, Jaded, Jaden um, Entanglement Smith. Like, it, it, it's not premise idea i can dig the fact that they recast not recast that they try to go forward with some elements of this they also get really fucking meta like the matrix in this one is a <clears throat> a trilogy video game that that neo made in the uh in the 90s and warner brothers is like look they want to do a fourth one and they're going to do it whether you want to or not and it gets pretty fucking meta um i haven't even gone over the goddamn actors yet have i I'm so, I'm so far into the story and the pros and the cons or whatnot. Um, I'll do the actors later. Look, overall, movie is trip as hell. There are some philosophical arguments to be had in this one. You know, ignorance is bliss and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> great fight scenes. I loved, loved, loved. I hate the Frenchman, but I loved the rematch between uh, Neo, between Mr. Anderson and uh, and Agent Smith. Uh, okay, it's weird. He's, he's played by uh, Jonathan Groff, which... He's fine. He's fine. I think I believe he's the dude from Matt from Mindhunter, if I'm not mistaken. But he's fine. He's fine. Um, the main villain in this, though, uh, believe it or not, is Barney, the analyst. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. So he, okay, um, he's like the new manager of the Matrix who has his head too high, too far up his ass, thinking that he knows everything that's going to happen, will happen, and whatnot. Uh, he's made the simulation to where Trinity and Neil should... Theoretically, never get together. Like I said, this is complicated as fuck, and Jesus Christ, how's this review going? It's melting down, isn't it? Oh my god.
So real quick, let's talk about the actors. We have Keanu Reeves playing Thomas Anderson, a.k.a. Neo. Uh, arguably the role that made Keanu Reeves. Um, I know that that's the role that I know him best by when I was younger. Now I know him uh, best as Mr. Wick, but nonetheless. Uh, that said, we also have Miss Carrie Ann Moss. We also have Miss Carrie Ann Moss playing Trinity. Um, possibly the role also that made her famous, this or Requiem for a Dream. But either way, you know, both of them amazing in the roles. They do have great chemistry, and that follows through even in this film. Uh, in addition to that, we have Morpheus number two, Electric Boogaloo, played by, and I'm going to butcher his name again, Yama? Yama? I'm sorry. Yama Abdul-Mati. Uh, the dude who played, um, not Killer Mantis. Black Manta. The dude that played Black Manta in Aquaman. He plays Morpheus 2.0 in this one. Uh, he's also a cross between him and Agent Smith. By the way, some of the, like, ingenuity during these fight scenes is fucking incredible, by the way. I just want to say that. <clears throat> but going back, we also have Miss Jessica Henwick, who plays Bugs. Great addition to the cast, by the way. I really liked her. I liked her role, the idea of what she played, you know, Bugs going down the rabbit hole, um, being Trinity, being Neo's lead back out of the Matrix. I liked it. I, I can dig it. Um, obviously, there was a lot of metaphor, metaphorical shit in here. Uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland, you know, what is real, choice, and all that shit. <clears throat> they do also use a lot of footage from the first three films. Just saying. Um... I already mentioned Mr. Jonathan Groff playing uh, the new Agent Smith, Smith 2.0. Again, I liked him in the role. I really did. He he was able to use some of that Agent Smith anger and Mr. Adner. My, I got goosebumps when that happened. Just like, oh shit, we're getting a rematch. Which their rematch was pretty fucking good. I'll say it. Uh, in addition to him, we also have Neil Patrick Harris playing the analyst. I did not expect him to be the villain, but fair enough. I'll take it, I guess. Um, so as far as the pros... Effects, great. You know, this movie is, I'm going to just define it as this. It's a version of The Force Awakens, essentially. There's a lot of callbacks, but there's also a new story. But overall, it's good. It's like, uh, it's also like Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know. Uh, it's an analogy. This is more of a Force Awakens than like a Zoolander 2. I hope that makes sense. It's a good sequel that came decades after the, the last movie. Um... Yeah, no, it's good. The effects are great. I like how there's some throwback effects in there uh, thrown in as well. Um, I can appreciate them trying to make good on what people don't like about the first films and reincorporating them into this one, but also trying to evolve. They're trying to do more, and I love that. Um, <clears throat> I also enjoy how the love between Neo and Trinity matters in this series. Um, you see them clicking. You see them... They matter. It's not just Neo who is the one. You know, their love is the one, if that makes sense. And maybe that's a little cringy, but I'll fucking take it. Uh, I also like the idea that Neo is subconsciously trying to fight his way back in. He's trying to get out to find a way to get back to to Trinity out of the Matrix. You know, he created these circumstances, these modals, I think, to help trigger his memory. Subconsciously, he said, I need to go back. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Um, the reskins, I, I, I like the idea how... You know, all this girl power thing and whatnot. Bugs is a more prominent character. We also have the little girl from, I think it was the second or the third one from the train station. She's here now. Like, it's just, it, there's so much to it. It's not bad at all by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually pretty great. Um, now, cons. So, there's three problems. 
Well, I say two problems, one half problem. They do use a lot of old uh, footage, which isn't the worst thing that they could have done. It does like a bit of originality in that sense where they do use a lot of elements from the original. Kind of like, again, The Force Awakens. They use a lot of plot elements from the original one. Um, so it does like originality. And lastly, Love Conquers All? I mean, The Matrix has never been about that life. But, I mean, if you want to go down that road, sure, I'll travel down with you. I'll go down the rabbit hole. Uh, that said, The Matrix Resurrections actually would recommend it. Maybe not in theaters. It, it is on HBO Max. That's how I saw it. And it was pretty good. I don't I don't feel like it was a event I had to watch in theaters. Although I do want to, again, give a shout out. Those fight scenes are fucking great. And I love that. If they ever do a Dragon Ball Z movie, they should do like the fight coordination and the impact and play and stuff like that. Like that. That said, I'm going to give this movie a solid B, B minus. Again, not, it's not going to light the world on fire, but I liked it. I actually did like this movie. Uh, shame we couldn't watch it in a double feature with John Wick number four, but hey, you'll get that review when you get that review. That said, folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Rollback Podcast, uh, Rollback YouTube show. We're working on it. Uh, that said, please like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're always trying to grow this channel constantly. Um, and that said, catch y'all later. Like and subscribe. Podcast links in the down below. Happy New Year. Bye, everybody.